listening to the Mental Health and Wellbeing Show with Russell Prue. You're a good man. Absolutely. Well, it's a cake, actually, on the 21st, if you remember, anyway. Um, uh, li- listeners, I'm so pleased to have live on the telephone Mr. David Beanie. What a great name for radio and a good face as well, I have to say, listeners. This man knows his stuff. We're so pleased and honoured to have you on the speaking list, David. Welcome to the show. Tell the listeners all about yourself. Thank you for the opportunity to be on your show. Um, I'm one of those people who had a very normal life working in media for 36 years, but my whole life changed forever on the 16th of May 2016 when I um, outed myself about having poor mental health. Nobody in my life had any idea that for 36 years I was struggling with panic and anxiety. Not my ex-wife for 28 years, not my mates down the pub, and certainly nobody I work with. So what I'm going to be doing at this uh, event on the 21st of May, which is my birthday, I'm going to be be sharing how easy it was to hide it, uh, poor mental health from everybody in my life. I'm going to share the techniques I used and naturally be honest and talk about how much it held me back in my career and how I didn't fulfill my true potential. However, I'm going to surprise people as well by Mm. sharing how, in some ways, the struggles with my mental health actually made me more successful. Mm. I want to dispel one of these myths that you, if you suffer with any degree of poor mental health, that you can't go out and achieve great things. Mm -hmm. So um, I am so looking forward to this event. I also want to talk about the work I've been doing since I outed myself uh, in organizations about how we create kinder cultures in the workplace um, of trust where people can be really honest about how they're really feeling about their mental health. There's still too many companies out there, Russell, who are just ticking a box. Mm. They think mental health is the latest thing drummed up by HR and the media, Mm. and um, they just do a few things and think, yeah, we've dealt with mental health. This is a cultural piece. Unless you create a kinder culture in your workplace, nobody's ever going to feel safe and to open up about their well-being that absolutely brilliant i'm really excited and i'm just looking david down your list of clients it's a veritable who's who you've worked for absolutely everyone <laughs> I, it's very privileged i never set out to do this russell and um it was never my plan and i it's so i am so lucky they say if you find a job you love you never work another day in your life and and that's certainly my life now it's so cathartic so purposeful and I love what I do, and I'll do it forever. And if I was rich, I'd do it for nothing, because um, I just want to, you know, it's something very personal to me, and I, I want to make a difference. I'm not rich, and it feels like I'm doing it for nothing. <laughs> it's just very inter- <laughs> interesting as well. So uh, I, it's just absolutely something. I'm, I'm interested in the wealth experience that you have versus your content. Is experience absolutely key to be able to stand up in front of an audience and say what you have to say? I'm very lucky that I, I wear three hats. Um, firstly, one is that um, I've got my own authentic mental health story. Mm. Secondly, I'm a trained mental health counsellor that gives me, I guess, the credibility to talk around this subject. Brilliant. But thirdly, I, I spent, you know, I'm, I'm not a young man. I'm in, in my mid to late 50s and I spent many years in my corporate life trying to create cultures where people flourished in the workplace yeah and i guess i'm i am wearing those three hats um very interestingly russell i spent until three years ago doing everything possible to avoid doing talks in front of groups of people (laughs) and even a a radio interview would have petrified me so one of the, the, the the stories i now share is how i now think i managed to deliver talks or deliver interviews without having a panic attack 
because I never thought I'd be able to do this. And um, I'm happy to share that now if you want me to. I oh, can uh, say it's a big day. You are so at the top of your game. Oh, you are so. I would never have believed you. In fact, I'm saying to myself now, get out of here. He's kidding. You, I mean, Not just amazing. You'll be surprised how many oh, professionals I speak to are just absolutely awful and that are reading their text and have no feeling or intonation in their voice. And it's such a shame. You're stunning. So, yes, share that top tip. I'm sure listeners would love to hear that. Well, when I first ever started doing these talks, it was about three and a half years ago. I didn't know if I could do them without having a panic attack. And actually, someone in the audience said to me afterwards, do you mind, David, you know, sharing? You, you do seem authentic, but how, how have you avoided having one today? And on that particular day, I said, look, the honest answer is I don't know. But I think there's a phrase we associate with poor mental health, that it's okay not to be okay. And perhaps I've, I've really embraced that. I knew it wasn't the answer, Russell. Um, I kept being asked to do this more and more, and the audiences got bigger and bigger. Mm. And around about this time, I, I got involved with a graduate assessment day somewhere where the graduates had to do a talk about something they were, they were really passionate about. And there was quite a big audience, and I was watching them, and they were all brilliant. One talked about skiing, one talked about horses, one talked about Thailand. Mm. But then Abigail stood up, and Abigail stood up and said, um, uh, hi, everyone. My name's Abigail, and I've got bipolar. And for the first time that day, people put their mobile phones down. Wow. For the first time wow. that day, people stopped whispering, and people just, the room fell silent, and everyone hung on every, every word. Mm. Because what I saw Abigail do that day, she inspired people by sharing her vulnerability. We all think we have to be perfect in life, um, when the, the, the reality is we actually inspire when we show we're a human being, and we got frailties. So um, I started saying to people, the reason I'm getting away without having a panic attack is I, um, I'm inspiring people by sharing my vulnerability. Russell, I still knew it wasn't the answer. Mm. I never thought I'd find a cure, and cure is a really good word to use because I will never, ever, ever be cured. Even before this interview just now, mm. I quickly thought to myself, do you know what? What's the betting I go and have a panic attack halfway through this interview? Oh, bless you. The difference, Russell, is these days... When I think that, my mind immediately says to myself, well, screw up. Show, show, show Russell's listeners what a panic attack um, feels like. Sure. Share what it, and if you're having one, talk, talk the listeners through what it feels like to be having one. Yeah. By allowing myself to have one, Russell, I'm being kind to myself. Yeah. I'm showing myself compassion. So yeah. the reason I now avoid panic attacks, I've discovered what they call self-compassion, which is that ability to be kinder to yourself. I spent 30 years panicking about panic when the answer was it's okay to have one because when you allow yourself to have one, you're reducing your, the pressure on yourself and you're actually bringing down your anxiety levels with the irony being you then don't, don't have one. I know. I, you know, it, that may sound really easy for me to say these days, but it took me 55 years to work out how to do it. They'll never go away. Um, I've had some real moments recently talking to huge audiences where I, my, my breathing suddenly started to, um, to, to accelerate and I, I, I thought, oh no, this is it. This is the moment in front of a big audience. I've become completely breathless. 
but I somehow got through it. And I think it's because I've discovered self-compassion. Oh, my goodness. I just, I, and it's authentic. I can hear the authenticity in your voice, David. It, it's so real. It's so now. Um, listeners, if you want to catch another slice of this chap, and he is stunning. He's on at 1.30 to 2.15, creating a kind of culture of trust drives employee energy. And listening to just a few words out of your mouth today, David, I can so believe you. You're so authentic. Absolutely. <laughs> brilliant thank you absolutely brilliant uh, and if folks want to uh, hook up with you ahead of that are you on twitter can we phone you can we send a pigeon how do we get in contact with you um people can certainly email me at david beanie at breaking the silence.co.uk i've got a website which is www.breakingthesilence.co.uk and i'm happy to hear from absolutely anybody um my twitter uh, i don't use twitter that much but i'm at um, breaking underscore TS, in other words, breaking underscore uh, the silence. But um, I'm also I'm very active on LinkedIn as well. If anyone wants to add me on LinkedIn, um, I'm happy to engage with people. Brilliant. But I'm really looking forward to meeting so many people in Cardiff on that day. And I'll hint again, Russell, it's my birthday that day. <laughs> Bring so, gifts, um, listeners. Bring gifts. Here's your warning. You've got a good few weeks of shopping time. <laughs> but, but the cakes are on you, David. That's the contract. We'll bring a yep. gift and a card or something. And Many happy returns of the day. I hope to see you again and catch up with you live on the day. Uh, I'm on from 12 until 3, so uh, a good three hours. You should be able to catch me either before or after your talk. And I hope that you are fully booked because you deserve to be. And I'm, I, I am a, a richer person having spoken to you today, David, and, and that uh, I, I say that in a very heartfelt way. And thank you so much indeed for your time. It's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Russell. Real privilege to be on your show. Thank you so much. The Mental Health and Wellbeing Show is a professional all-day event aiming to promote positive mental health through open conversations, keynote talks, signposting people to help in resources, promoting awareness, and sharing real-life experiences of mental illness and recovery. This is the Mental Health and Wellbeing Radio Show with Russell Prue.